You're listening to the voice of Rowan Prof Sports. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, WGLS-FM Sports Director, Jack Miller. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, also online, rowanradio.com, channel 2. Welcome, everyone, to this Wednesday edition of Offsides. I'm your host, as Lee Kirshner said, your WGLS Sports Director, Jack Miller. And we have a lot of baseball to talk about as we speak. The Phillies game between the Atlanta Braves and your Philadelphia Phillies is just about underway, and pretty much what we're doing here on Offsides today is giving you Pretty much our live reactions of the game since, I mean, me and Aiden Doherty, who I'm joined with today, are Phillies fans. I'm also joined with Aiden Ray, who uh, we, we all enjoy baseball. But, guys, uh, this is a pretty big series or big big game all around just for for everyone here, So uh, at least for the Phillies. So it's a crazy game. Uh, game two was a heartbreaker for Philly, but thankfully for Philadelphia's sake, they were able to uh, come away with a shutout in game one, and the series is split. The Phillies have Aaron Nola on the mound dock, and the Braves are going with Bryce Elder, but the Phillies have been able to hit the ball all over the place when Elder's on the mound. Yeah, I mean, Elder, I, I don't know when the date started, but it might have been either the All-Star break, July 1st or August 1st. He has like an ERA of like five plus. So he got off to a hot start and was a good innings eater for them. and But since then, he, he hasn't really been successful at all, and I think that's going to be the issue you see. Possibly today, is is that going to continue, or can he still eat some innings for them? Because if you're going to win this game, you're going to have to put up runs likely, especially if you're the Braves, because you know Elder's probably going to at least give up, I would say, about three. Uh, he could A good outing for Elder would probably be five innings, three earned runs allowed, You where you would live with it and hope your offense could do some damage on Nola. But, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be – Phillies are definitely probably favorites coming in here if you look at, you know, the Philly crowd. And, and, and one thing I – tend to see trend-wise as a team coming off a, a win like the Braves had where it was very energetic in game two, they tend to not win the next game because stuff, yeah. it's just it's baseball. It's just baseball. That's not even just baseball. That's also yeah. thinking about football, too. I mean, there's been a lot of games. I mean, just think about just thinking about Philadelphia sports. If you think about the Minnesota game where Minnesota won on that walk-off touchdown in the uh, division in the division game uh, in the second round against the New Orleans Saints, next game they got destroyed by Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and I think that also happened to Philadelphia when they played the Giants. I think the next game they didn't even do that well yeah. against their next team that they played. But uh, Aiden, I want to talk about game two. Uh, Aiden Ray. I got Man, I got two Aidens here. I just realized. <laughs> um, so Ray, I'll just go by last name. Ray, for game two, what was your initial reactions when you saw pretty much Michael Harris making a five-star catch out pretty much at the wall, but Bryce Harper is pretty much Half, not even half. He's not halfway. He's probably like a fourth already around second base in full sprint mode. But Michael Harris makes an insane catch. Now he's got to run all the way back. Real stuff. I'm overall just shocked when I was watching that game because one of my roommates is a Phil- is a big Phillies fan as well. So I was able to like see like what his reaction and thoughts were like on the, like the Austin Riley homer and then of course the Michael Harris grab and Harper making a little mistake. But of course that was definitely. A rough loss for the Phillies, but of course, 
they took they took one in Atlanta, and they're going back to their home crowd, which is of course a way louder crowd than what they were dealing with in Atlanta, which of course in a game one of Atlanta, which was a rough situation because they were like throwing stuff on the field and yeah over that cat over like that um catcher's interference call. But overall, it's one one that we're just gonna see what happens in game three. Yeah, what I want to talk about um, when it comes to them throwing stuff on the on the field i want to save that we're gonna me and doc i feel like you're probably gonna be on 10th inning on friday yeah. maybe you maybe you are too uh right but we're gonna put a pin on that for 10th inning because i want to yeah. talk about that with brett, oh, you can go I, on some rants about it too because i think brett really wants to talk about that so we're gonna <laughs> we're putting up we're putting a pin on that and we're gonna save that for 10th inning if you want to listen mm-hmm. to 10th inning we're gonna post it this friday instead of thursday since me and brett have had some scheduling issues um for thursday uh at least for this thursday but we'll be continuing it with thursday but um, I want a non-biased opinion from you, Ray, since you are a non-Philly fan, just all around too. So, what do you think that the Phillies have the best home field advantage when it comes to all of these playoff teams? Honestly, they do have a very good home field advantage because they're, as you saw last year when they were playing at home against the Braves and the, and the Padres and Game Three against Houston, they were their crowd was insanely loud and was able to um, come in and they want they wanted playoff baseball. Red October back in Philadelphia again. So they took advantage of their crowd. Yeah, they really did. And, I mean, thinking just looking at Atlanta's crowd, Doc, um, in game two when they won, it actually caused a minor earthquake. And big yeah. playoff moments nowadays, they're, they're bound to happen. Fans are getting more excited for mm-hmm. baseball games. You don't just see people clapping when there's a huge moment on the line. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they actually get on their feet, start jumping a little bit, and it caused a minor earthquake in Atlanta. Uh, that happened last year when Cleveland went on a walk-off against the Yankees in, in uh, at Progressive Field. Um, but Philly, I'm surprised there hasn't been reports about them uh, causing an earthquake. I think there was some rumbling a little bit last postseason when yeah. they when uh, Harper hit his uh, two-run homer. But uh, as we get started uh, from Philly, pretty much, Aaron Nola on the mound with 12-9 record. Th- these fans are a huge factor, a part of this team. It's It's like... The Seahawks with 12th man. Yeah, I mean, that's what you can compare them to. What would they be, the the, the 10th man tenth in baseball? Man. Yeah. And, and that's, look, because if you look at this team right now, everyone's on their feet. They're starting from Already. pitch one. Well, if you looked at, not to keep looking at Atlanta, but just because that's where the last game was, is mm-hmm. everyone's kind of sitting down until, there's, until it really gets intense in those last three innings. But everyone in this stadium is standing for first pitch. Exactly. As we get pretty much right underway, Aaron Nola throwing out the first pitch to Ronald Acuna Jr., Fastball outside, but it's not called. Just outside on the black for ball one. But this game is pretty crucial for for both teams. One uh, one one apiece, and Ronald Acuna getting started here. But he hasn't been really too much involved. He just has that one run that he had in game two that was just by an error from Trey Turner. Nola throws the same pitch, but same result. Two yeah. zero count. So, but this is a this is one of the crucial games for both teams because Atlanta. Ray, they're uh, they're project. They were projecting the beginning to win the the World Series, and after Philly won Game One, they were now the behind the Texas Rangers. The Phillies were the second best team to uh, win the World Series after just winning Game One against Atlanta. But Atlanta and Philly were tied uh, when it came to just Vegas betting. So this is a huge <clears throat> Game Three for either team because if you can steal one at on the road, if you're Atlanta, that's huge. But even if you can start off two and one. And then if you're Philly or Atlanta, all you have to do is just win one more. Yeah, obviously. And, of course, like the betting odds, they're, they ch- they can change at any point possible. Because, of course, like 
what do you mention with like the Texas Rangers? Like they were they were not expected like win the series against against Baltimore and they swept them. But yeah, then yeah. like of course Philly last year and this year playing against a really hot Atlanta Braves team who is who is overall a complete team themselves. And they're just they're playing they're playing well against them. They're putting up a fight. They're doing what they got to do. Yeah, and first uh, first out for the Phillies just happened. Ronald Acuna Jr. slapped one the other way to Bryce Harper. He bobbled a little bit, but he was able to get the tag at first base for out number one, and they move on to Ozzie Albies. So Aaron Nola with four pitches and an out throws another first pitch ball to Ozzie Albies uh, this time. But it's uh, so far, it's a good start for Aaron Nola, but he just has to find the strike zone early. I think, really, if you get those first pitch strikes, like Zach Wheeler did yeah. in game two, uh, Doc, this will be a very solid game for Aaron Nola. This is one of Aaron Nola's biggest games of his career because yeah. if he pitches really well in this game, you never know if he's going to stay with Philly mm-hmm. or move on because after this year, his contract's done. So if yeah. he pulls out a really good game in this one, he could get a $5 million uh, boost yeah, in his contract for his next team, maybe even with the Phillies you again. Could, you could say it even more because you have a team like the St. Louis Cardinals – kind of sitting there ready to f- spend on a big starting pitcher. And, and I think almost if he performs and has a very good playoff run, like I almost think it increased the chance of him leaving than staying, which is kind mm-hmm. of, you know, maybe the opposite of what you would normally think. But I man. look, man, look at that crowd. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh my God. But They're look, already waving their towels. He had a great wild card game against the Marlins. If he has a great game against the Braves and then somehow they, they get, they get past the Braves and he continues this dominance, man, his contract, is going to look like a lot of people in August was saying he lost money. Yeah. You know, like he was losing money. But no, he's actually, he might all of a sudden gain money if he's just going to pitch like this in big games. Mm-hmm. Doc, do you want to move over here a little bit so you don't keep <laughs> turning? You keep turning. So, um, but it's it's a very interesting game because, I mean, we're both Philly it's hard. fans. The angle, the angle's tough. The angle's tough. Okay. <laughs> just, just try and keep your mic uh, yeah. pretty much in front of you. But one, two count. Again to Ozzy Albies. High cheese for strike three. So Ozzy Albies goes down on oh, strikes. Noah's getting going early. The only yeah. worry I had is in the beginning is he wasn't getting those strike calls. Like he saw those first two pitches of Ronald Acuna. Like he, he he can get those because he is a superstar and superstars get those calls sometimes. So, yeah. But he wasn't giving it to him early. But sometimes as the game gets on, that, that strike zone gets a little bit wider sometimes. Sometimes it also gets tighter. But sometimes in those fifth, sixth innings, they'll get a little bit bigger. So, Ray, who do you think uh, is a big big factor in this game to pull away with the win for their team. You can go one with the Phillies and one with the Braves. Let's see. So, for obviously, the Atlanta Braves, I feel, I feel like it's, of course, Acuna because, you know, he's had an incredible, amazing season with 70 stolen bases and 40 home runs. And then, of course, for the Phillies, I'm going, I'm thinking like Bryson Stott because Stott has played very well this postseason. Grand slam against the Marlins, a big hit to make it one nothing Phillies in the fourth against the Braves in game one. After a big after a mistake by Strider, moving Harper to second. Austin Riley hits a fly ball into shallow center field. Rojas on the move as it drops right in front of him for the first base hit for Atlanta. Austin Riley getting back to back hits and back to back appearances. So, but this time it results into just a looping single. So we don't like those fluky hits. No, man. now they now he has to move on to Matt Olson. Yeah, that's so, that's the that's a that's problem. dangerous. Yeah, this is dangerous right now. So, but uh, the. I want to talk about Bryson Stott because he does lead this uh, postseason so far with seven RBIs as he had a sack fly yeah. in game two, mm-hmm. had that grand slam that gave him four, and then since then, in, in between those set in the sack fly and the grand slam, he's had two. So, But Bryson Stott's been a huge factor. and he's clutch, he, man. He's clutch, and he, but what he wants to do is just have a very improved year from last year, specifically in the postseason because, Doc, we both saw last season, not last postseason, excuse me, he didn't really do too well, especially against the fastball. Yeah. And now, 
it's kind of rubbing off on Rojas. Yeah, well, that's the problem with young players. I mean, you even saw it with Bone when he was younger, and now you are seeing it with Rojas and Ipache even, because Ipache is still very young. But Stott was kind of struggling to end the year almost, and and uh, he struggled in that first wild card game. But then he had that grand slam, and now he's getting on a roll here. So that's one thing you're going to need. Yeah, and the next pitch by to Matt Olson, or the second pitch to Matt Olson jammed him. Actually, he got it was just off the end of the bat, and it was a slow roller down the third base line. But they had to shift on him on the left-handed wow. hitter, so he fluke gets an hits. it gets a fluke hit right there. So now there's two runners on for Atlanta with two outs. Now they move on to uh, let me look at this uh, lineup. Real I would quick. assume it's Azuna. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it is Azuna. Marcelo Azuna. I'm assuming there's some. Uh, don't I don't think we're gonna say it, but there is some acronym chance uh, yeah. going on for. Mm. Just, oh, for sure. Yeah, so it happened last year. I was at Game 3. Was, uh, weren't you at Game 3? Or? No, no, but uh, I know a lot of people who were. But he's not in left field this time, so they can't chant it to him in left field. Yeah, that's so true. He, I, just, I was about to ask if it's a yeah. DH. He's a DH yeah. today. He is the DH. I do like this matchup, though, Nola against Azuna. Because Azuna does ch- tend to chase a lot, and does. Nola does have that soft and that stuff. So hopefully I'm not speaking too soon as it is just a 1-1 <laughs> count here. But I do think... This is a matchup you maybe want if you do have a runner in scoring position, at least out of the top guys, as you want you want to see someone that Nola could strike out. So one one count to Marcelo Zuna with two runners on. Off speed pitch is in the inside part of the plate for a strike. So he's using that soft speed stuff. Philly yeah. getting back on their feet, waving their red towels, trying to get out of this sticky situation early in the first honestly this isn't a bad first inning for nola i know he's given up two base runners fluke hits though both yeah. of them a shallow hit and then one that just off the bat second pitch on the outside part of the plate for strike three so nola he got out of that first inning clean pretty much clean honestly i mean you give up two hits but they're pretty yeah. soft hits so really good that was for be- nola. that was a beautiful pitch sequence though yeah I don't know. He, painted he went, the corner start off with the curveball yeah. curveball for a swing and miss curveball a little bit more to the left and out of the zone that was a ball and then backdoor curveball and then he went the two seam fastball right on the edge of the plate so gross he, he kept him guessing he went soft for th- three straight pitches and then he, he came in with the harder stuff and was able to get him yeah this is this is going to be a really good game this might be one of the best games that we've seen all playoff season yeah. Um, MLB's counting on it with the way the other series have gone so oh, far. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is definitely one of the biggest series in the playoffs. It's the World Series. You yeah. That's what I think. It, it is, yeah, this is for pretty much all the marbles. I mean, at this point, let's talk about the other team in the NL, the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Dodgers. Arizona, surprisingly, up 2-0 against the Dodgers. But Aiden Ray, do you think that this is a surprise that I think a lot of people were actually pretty much expecting? To be fair, this is a heavy surprise. I, no, I did not... To be fair, I was not expecting this at all because the Dodgers, they are a phenomenal team themselves. But, of course, they do have their ways of choking in the playoffs. But, the D- and then the D-backs were able to, to take two in L.A. against them. That's, that's incredible stuff. Yeah. But, they, but, obviously, the job's not done. They got to they finish their yeah. series against L.A. Because L- that's job finished. That's <laughs> Job's not finished. Job's finished. You're up 2-0. <laughs> yeah. Why but aren't you happy? You're stuff. up 2-0. <laughs> yeah, step. Looking at this, I was, like, not expecting the D-backs. Like, I feel like they would would have, like, taken, like, one game out of this series, which would be, like, three or something like that. Mm-hmm. But going up 2-0 after winning two games in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Yeah, Incredible. My, yeah, my thing is, is I was expecting this from the Dodgers – 
just not from Arizona. Exactly. I was thinking it was coming from the Brewers. I wasn't thinking it was coming from uh, from Arizona. Yeah, and Arizona's been uh, not even just like Corbin Carroll. It's not just been one guy. It's been the whole team. Yeah. All all their young guys have been popping off. Cattell Marte. Here's the thing. I want to make this comparison, okay, between baseball and football, as we do talk about all sports here on offsides. Uh-huh. This is kind of the Diamondbacks this year when they started is kind of like how the Panthers started. But the Panthers, they are 0-5. Yeah. But the Diamondbacks, they're thriving in the playoffs. Is it just taking the Panthers a little longer than the Diamondbacks? What the Diamondbacks did in comparison to the Panthers is Diamondbacks just pretty much got a lot of guys that are very fundamental and can just do things, just anything mm-hmm. that you want them to do, right? Yeah. But they're not big-name guys. Like, you got guys like Lourdes Goriel, who was an all-star this year. But he, but he's in the playoffs compared to some of these guys on the Panthers that I don't even know if there's going to be a pro bowler on that team. Yeah, I mean, look, man, this Diamondbacks team is – it's weird because they're a young team, and, and best thing about playoff baseball is sometimes you can get away with a talent gap that you might have a little bit worse of a talent gap than another team, and, and that's kind of what they're doing. I mean, maybe, they, maybe the talent gap isn't too big like that you would see with the names on paper, but – Look, if you can pitch, you can, you have a chance in any series, and that's just something the Diamondbacks have done because they they were very slow in that second half. They almost missed the playoffs, but luckily for them, the other te- the teams around them were awful. And I think to your point about the Brewers is, I remember saying that I thought it was going to be Brewers, Phillies, NLCS. I was getting yeah, weird you with said my guesses. I thought I thought the Brewers pitching was going to be good enough to get them all the way. Yeah, and uh, at first, Bryce Elder, who's on the mound for the Braves, threw a very low pitch. Didn't really look like he wanted a pitch to Schwarber. Threw the same pitch, but a little higher as the first pitch bounced. But he still got Schwarber fooled a little bit on that one. So it's a oh, it's a one-two count. Now I thought it was one-one. My apologies. But at TBS, it's been it's been slow. They've been updating that score bug slow. Yeah, it might be it might be one-one. You never know. <laughs> but Schwarber apparently with a one-two pitch chops one away foul. But um, with uh, with Kyle Schwarber, I mean he's had a very interesting year, Ray, with uh, a ton of homers, but not the best batting average as he's batting currently 197 on the year. But it's one of those bats that still always excite you, even though he bats 197. I agree, especially like that batting average. Oh, if you look at that, that is like not that not that good of a batting average for an MLB player itself. But his home is obviously hitting hitting home runs makes up for it because he's able to hit the ball very well. If if he's gonna hit a, if he's gonna hit a home run, he's gonna take all advantage of that. Yes. But the but other than that, if he like strikes out or does any of that, like. But I can I can obviously still like trust him in that Phillies lineup himself. And Schwarber fouls another one away. Took the next pitch for a ball, but then fouled the next pitch away. So it's now a two-two count still for Kyle Schwarber. I'm a Schwarber guy though, because again, you do look at best best baseball movies, Moneyball, and why do we like him? Because he gets on base, and Schwarber gets on, gets base, on base at above average pace while also hitting 50 home runs a year, and being one of the best clubhouse guys. So. Look, I love him, and uh, outside for ball three. See, that's also why you love him. He eats up the, he and then he walks. allows Trey Turner to be able to swing at that first pitch if he wants to, because Elder's already got seven on his arm to exactly. start the game. So, so three-two count for Kyle Schwarber. His first ever hit for, as a Philly was on a three-two pitch that was long gone. Schwarber chops one on the right side over to Olson. He'll just tag on first for out number one, but. Trying to get that hype right. There. I was, that was almost <laughs> a good pitch to hit. I thought. <laughs> yeah. I also a little clo- a little closer um, than expected because um, when Olsen was just getting the first, like Schwarber was like inches from like just getting there. He was. He's, he's just he's not the fastest. He's, I, he, I know. 
I mean, they put the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean music behind him when he hit that triple, his only triple this year. So that yeah. just kind of shows the meme of his speed right there. Schwarberfest. Schwarberfest is is uh they actually did you see this? I don't know if you guys saw this. They have a Schwarberger. Uh, oh yeah, now. it's like yeah, it's a it's a crazy onion rings. Burger. I think yeah, it's oh. bacon, <laughs> um, like brisket and cherry pepper relish. I think it is. Yeah, it's it is a crazy <laughs> Schwarberger. <laughs> I mean, insane. would you buy it though? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would not. I would not because like, I, I I would not know what, about like um cherry pepper relish, and I'm also not the biggest fan of cheese to be honest. Oh okay. So. My bathroom wouldn't forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> you get that thing? How much? That's was clogging it? you. Did man. you get the price on it? Oh, Tw- I have no. Yeah, idea. I think it's. I, I did a little I saw on like Instagram I think someone said like twenty three point twelve like yeah for man, it that's a pretty uh decent price honestly for, for a that for, big a sta- of a for a stadium food burger yeah. that's in that's that's overall not bad because it's usually overpriced see the thing about sure. those things when you have special game things is like it's gonna be impossible to get them unless you get there early like I'm not waiting in a line for a playoff game if I'm going <laughs> there to get that like yeah but people will and they'll miss like three innings of the game just to get it it's like. <laughs> It's like um the Judge Burger last year. Yeah, the Aaron Ju- the Aaron Judge oh. Bur- the ninety nine Burger Yankee Come Stadium. Come on, Turner, what are you doing? He just swung at a pitch that was in the dirt for strike three, but he checked his swing, but they called him out. I don't know if he swung, but I guess you know. <sighs> that was so. bad. But damn. But yeah, Turner, he's yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he just a little bit. Now yeah. up is Harper. Yeah, now uh, Harper's up. So, for oh wait, hold on, I just got breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Oh, the Hornets just waived Kai Jones after yeah, saying that I he wanted that to be traded. Ago, so, yeah. so yeah. Um, Weird. I don't. Uh, there's been a bunch of things on him with social media that he's been doing, and it, it's it's just I don't understand it. Yeah, and Bryce Harper has nobody on with two outs in the top or the bottom of the first inning. I keep thinking we're in Atlanta, but no, we're at Citizens. <laughs> it is weird to bat second now after yeah. those last two games. But everyone's got their phone out waiting for Bryce Harper to see if he actually took it personal as he yeah. came in, Doc, with a Deion Sanders yeah, what shirt. De- what did Deion say? Yeah, they made this personal. personal. <laughs> 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 but the Colorado State thing, when they, the Colorado State head coach talked about Deion wearing the sunglasses, so I think that was the message because Nick Castellanos <laughs> also wore a Colorado sweatshirt. Yep, and, Bri- and Colo- or Castellanos uh, hit the fly out uh, in center field that Michael Harris caught. So yeah. those guys were the two pretty much in that play that got the downfall of it. But yeah. Bryce Harper now with a 2-1 count. Hitters count, f- hitting favorable for him. Bryce Elder. You've been telling me, Aiden, that you want a pretty much Bryce bomb from off of Bryce Elder. Yeah. So. I mean, um, it just would be, and I would, and you have to watch him. I want the camera on him the whole time. You know how they sometimes they'll pan to the dugout. I need the camera on him when he's rounding second. Is he staring at Arcia <laughs> as he's rounding second? You know, they need to, no camera change. No just camera. be on him the whole time. Yeah, we got to see what Harper um does yeah. um, when he's rounding the bases yeah. on his trot. Two two as he swung at high cheese for strike we'll three. Get it Bryce later. Elder one two. It's three. only the first, and it's a lot of baseball left to play today. Yeah, and uh, as they go to break, you know what? We're going to go to break. When we return, <laughs> we're going to talk more Phillies and more playoff baseball. When we return here on Offsides, you're listening to Offsides on RoadRadio.com, Channel 2. you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? 
or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All this late night talking. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Skipping through your playlist again? Let us handle the music. Weeknights 6 to 8 p.m. on Pop Flavor. We play all of your favorite top artists. Hear the hit tracks that are trending right now. Plus, we'll keep you up to date on the latest in entertainment. I don't care. I paint the town way. Join us Monday to Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. for Pop Flavor on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM and online at rowanradio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Offsides, rowanradio.com, channel 2. I'm your host, Jack Miller, joined with Aiden Doc and Aiden Ray. We're currently pretty much kind of Roman Radio live broadcasting this football, uh, this uh, <laughs> Phillies-Braves game as it's underway. One of the biggest uh, playoff games so far this postseason as both teams are even at one win apiece in a five-game set. And Game 3, the middle game, mid-game 3, Doc, one of the biggest games so far. Always got to think Game 1, you got to win, right? Then you lose Game 2 if you're Philly, right? Yeah. That happens. Now it's game three. You need that momentum back. Yeah, game three is – game three in the NLDS or just the division series in general is is the swing game. It's kind of like game five when it's a seven-game series in the championship series or in the NBA, NBA playoffs is it's the swing game. I mean, most times it's 1-1. Sometimes it's 2-0, and it's a must-win, you know, for a team either back against the wall. And sometimes, honestly, it's almost a must-win, I feel like, for teams that are up 2-0 almost sometimes to – like yesterday for the Rangers, I was like, don't let the Orioles get hot. I feel like you have to handle business in game three. You don't want to let that have the slight chance of going back to Baltimore. But, yeah, look, man, this is the game. Last year, Philly's got a couple uh, big game threes. They had the one against the Padres, obviously, one against the Braves last year. Braves, they had stock come through, I believe, in the third inning it was uh, to deliver an RBI. Yep. And then, obviously, the Hoskins uh, home run quickly after. And that's kind of – that's all it takes, man. It only takes a couple swings to really win a playoff game, and especially a big game like this one. Yeah, and with the uh, Phillies in in Game Three last year, I was I was there, and Spencer Strider was on the mound this time. <laughs> they had um, they had who they had they had Freed, and who else before Wright? Wright, Wright yeah, Kyle four. Wright was also on the mound before Strider, which is definitely interesting to think about now since Strider's one of the best in the league as there's a soft grounder by Darno over to Bohm. Bohm thrown over to first in time for out number one. Uh, and so Bohm with one out. Um, Bohm, uh, he's been pretty solid, and I would say he's one of the best guys with runners on base. It's been fun to see when there's a guy at second or even a guy at first for Alec Bohm because he'll always find a way to tack on as well. And looking at the rest of this lineup for the um, for the Braves, they have uh, Eddie Rosario up now just to have that righty lefty matchup out in left field. If they if they put in a lefty, they'll put in Pilar. Yeah. But um, after uh, Rosario, Arcia, and then Michael Harris finishes out the order at in the nine hole, right down the pipe for Aaron Nola for strike one. But Michael Harris, right, he hasn't been really getting any bat action. Even last playoff series, he didn't really. I don't even think he got a hit last playoff series. And he's been struggling this year with the bat, but obviously he came up with two big plays out in the outfield in game two. Yeah, it does make up for it with the um, play he did in the outfield. But 
of course, you need you need to um be consistent with the bat as well. So, got to see more. But also he also Michael Harris. He's only 22 years old. So of course, he's still he's still a young guy for the Braves, and he'll be able to like get the, get that get it at any point yeah. soon. I think what the Phillies right now, or uh, yeah, I think for the Phillies right now, if they score one, that momentum mm-hmm. like start last year, like start last year, that momentum will be crucial and. Currently, Nola's in a one-two count. He just threw a ball in the dirt after attacking Rosario with two straight strikes. But once they get one run, they're gonna wive, they're gonna ride that fan wave, and it's gonna be a sight to see once again yeah. because it, it. I really think that whoever scores the first run is going to be the momentum swinger in Game Three, and honestly, for the series, as Rosario skies one foul out of play. But this is first run in this game might decide the whole ball game, Doc. Yeah, I mean. Look, especially as an away team, you have to score first in, in an environment like this, and that's why the Phillies did a very good job in both Game 1 and Game 2 of scoring first and kind of killing that crowd out there. But if you let this crowd get into it and you let Nola come in, and especially if you let a pitcher like Jose Alvarado come into this game with uh, yeah. with that crowd, that adrenaline, he's going to be touching 101. Like, that's, like, you just don't want to see that down in the game where you're no. going to have to hit the 101 fastball with the cutter and also the Craig Kimbrell. You know, high fastball, rising fastball that's touching like 96, 97. So Rosario pretty much in a really solid at-bat. Started off 0-2, now works a 3-2 count to Aaron Nola. But Nola against the Marlins, seven innings pitch, three hits, no runs uh, earned with a walk and three strikeouts. Didn't have as many strikeouts as he yeah. would prefer, but still had a very solid ball game against the Marlins. 3-2 pitch in the strike zone on that knuckle curve. That is absolutely What a pitch gross. from Nola. They thought... They, because what's happening with what's great with Wheeler and Nola is that Wheeler last game threw that high cheese, right? Nola teases that high cheese with mm-hmm. that knuckle curve. And that knuckle curve just drops right into the zone, yeah. freezes him. They both have completely different movements on their fastball, too. Nola's mm-hmm. is like more of that, that seam that cuts back, mm-hmm. and Wheeler's just that straight. It rises a little bit. It, it kind of goes up, yeah. but <laughs> with, with Nola, it kind of goes it's, a little bit right. In. Yeah, yeah it, goes, it goes in on your hands a little bit. So two outs with nobody on to Arcia as he skies one in the air down the left field line. If it's fair, it's gone, but it is foul. <laughs> so 0-1 along, 0-1 pitch for Orlando Arcia. Couldn't get going in the last postseason either. Um, I don't know what his batting average in this series is so far, but... I don't think we really seen him that much. He might have. No, he wasn't on that Darno home run. He was after yeah, Darno in, in a game two, but he's at shortstop, the All Star this year. Swings and uh, through strike number two. So now it's no two count as Philly remains on their feet and let's get a strike out of here. Yeah, this is this is an insane game right here. Five five thirty two on the nose right here as Philly is waving their towels. Uh, me and my dad both know what that feels like. Definitely would. Want to go back to one of these games for sure. 0-2 is a half swing that he went on for strike three. So Orlando Arcia goes down on strikes as Aiden Butler goes into the conference studio to watch this Phillies game with us, but he won't join us. Uh, he's got a soccer game to produce. I, oh, he's, I thought he's about to turn off the TV. I thought he was about to turn off the TV. had me there for a second, Butler. <laughs> he just gave, gave me yeah, a mini heart attack. He just gave me a little heart Yeah, so the TV was on mute. He just unmuted the TV. We <laughs> thought we were just about to turn off the TV. But, um, but yeah, 1 2 3 for Nola in, the, uh, in that second yeah, inning. Man. But for the Phillies, they went down 1 2 3. But do up for them is Bohm, Stott, and Real Muto, who Real Muto has two home runs in, this, in his playoff 
run so far. And Proving he's still the best catcher in the league. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I want to touch on because you're talking to Aiden about, you know, who's going to have to step up for the teams in this series is that. JT look, man, already has. Yeah, JT has. And one thing I wanted to talk about is, look, man, some, these star, some of the, a, lot of, a lot of stars in baseball kind of come up small in, in playoffs. I mean, Mike Trout had like that one playoff where you he only has one not enough sample size to say it, but still, Aaron Judge is sadly one of those players too that kind of gets joked about as he's not a playoff performer. And right now, like again, I don't want to speak too super. Like Ronald Acuna, that last year he was he was pretty bad, and and this year so far start the series, I don't think he has a hit yet. He think he's I think hitless. He, I think yeah, because he he's, got he on walked, base with a hit, by pitch. a hit by pitch. Wait, let's. So he's 0 for, I think, 9 now. Yeah, yeah, hit by a pitch. And last year, I think he was like 1 for 13. Like, yeah. look, man, yeah, no. it's just weird because you see Bryce Harper, because we're Phillies fans, and you you see that player, you're like, you know, that's a star. But like, these stars that are winning MVPs, even Mookie Betts, he, he isn't a playoff choker, but he's not talked about enough to be like, he hasn't really had that, like, true difference maker. Like what Harper did last year. But obviously, that was a pretty that big was, outlier yeah, but even like close to it he hasn't had it obviously with 2018 red Sox, he had a pretty solid run but it wasn't anything where it was crazy spectacular but it wasn't even it's just hard to, it wasn't even something like up to the level of even like juan soto yeah back in 2019 and look, it's just hard to step up as a as a as a star player in the playoffs and, and you really don't realize it till you see stats of it and that's mm-hmm. kind of why seeing young guys like corbin carroll step up immediately is like Fascinating because obviously Adley Rutschman for the Orioles had one hit in the series. He was one for. He's 12. kind of an example of what Acuna is dealing with. Yeah, but I mean, you have other stars from other teams that are <clears throat> stepping up with teams like, uh, or with players like Jordan and Altuve, yeah. who have been just absolutely on a tear for the Astros as they're up to one against Minnesota as they yeah. won Game Three. Ray, just talking about the Astros for a bit. I know they're probably on your bad side as you are a Yankees fan. but 100%. But still, I mean, what the Astros have been doing just even last season and continuing what they started last season over to this postseason, it's been a, it's kind of scary to watch that this dynasty is still brewing. Overall, at, of course, me being a Yankees fan, I don't like them myself. But, of course, they are still a very complete team themselves. And, of course, Jordan is still able to um, – Hit, ho- hit homers in the postseason, the big stage. Yesterday, Jose Abreu in the first inning with a three-run homer off Sonny Gray. Overall, yeah, the Astros, they still have a lot into them, and especially when they're doing, like, the We Want Houston um, chants. Like, they, they take it personal. Mm-hmm, yeah. They take that personal. Yeah. The Astros do not play around. Yeah, with the Astros, it's uh... – I, I always don't get why teams do that. They, they're they just making themselves look dumb. Yeah, like, because I, I remember past teams have done that. and I'm Yank- like, Of course, yeah, my Yankees. Yeah, Yankees were like, we went Houston. Phillies. And, yeah, I think, yeah. Did we do that? I don't know. I, but I'm sure there was like at least a group of 15 people that did it. In oh, someone probably, court. Like, yeah. It's like They've one done, of them, but I don't think it's also, the stadium. It's also been done with like other teams as yeah. well, like in other sports. Yeah, no, definitely. We New looked York at the movement as Phillies fans. They've not, they like, like there was like the um, like we want Brooklyn to, for like the Nets when they had the big three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm, the one thing I'm proud about Phillies fans last year is is we were we lived in the moment. Like we weren't chanting we want Houston really. We just were so happy that we won the. We were National just like League. oh yeah, we're yeah. In the World Series. Yeah, it's been 11 years. You just wanted to um, witness playoff postseason baseball again. Boom goes down on strikes for another strikeout for Bryce Elder. But Bryce Elder, he's just been really attacking that outside part of the zone. Yeah. He's been doing pretty solid so Getting far. Getting to chase. Yeah, he has. And, I mean, Trey's chased. Now Boom has chased one of the dirt. Boom, 
honestly, out of everyone, does not look comfortable up at the nah, plate. He, he's look, man. He's very good against lefties, against righties. He's kind of like an average hitter, which is why I just don't like him in that cleanup spot against a righty. I, I, yeah. I think you have to put either maybe JT, which is weird because Stott in the five hole makes sense, obviously. But he moving down JT and Cassianos in the lineup, it looks a little bit weird on paper, you know, after what they've done in the past couple games. Yeah, and Bryson Stott, he's currently up at the plate right now. He's always taking pitches, um, but yeah. with Bryson Stott, he always is working the count uh, to the best of his ability, and he always tries to work that pitch count up and always is patient until he gets that two strikes. Obviously, you can't be patient on two strikes, Yeah, but he's just been one of those guys that's been super patient. Apparently, they're currently zooming in on the <laughs> Zoom <laughs> advertisement out that screen screened out in center field, but Bryson Stott, 1-1 pitch, nobody on. Flares it out into left field. Will it split the gap? No, it'll get under a Rosario for out number two. But, yeah, I mean, Bryson Stott, he's, he's a fun guy to watch, and we saw a really big display of him against uh, the Marlins in game one. But I, I'm one of the guys that, um, for me, uh, besides Boehm, to step up, I, I want to see Castellanos get involved a lot. Yeah, and it sucked because he, he almost had his moment in game two. Yeah. And I think but he showed up in that Colorado hoodie, man. He, yeah. Look, <laughs> man, they done made it. Personal. Personal. <laughs> Personal. I was saying that because that video is so <laughs> so cool. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I trust him. If he, if Elder, you know, he's a rookie, if he can hang one of those curveball sliders, that's kind of Cassianos' pitch to possibly hit. Obviously, Cassianos also chased a lot, so if he's painting those corners like he did the boom, then you might have a problem. But if he leaves one over the plate, Cassianos, that's his kind of his pitch to hit. Yeah, and continuing with this Phillies-Braves talk, Bryce Elder's just been pretty much – on a tear right now against these Phillies hitters, but Spencer Strider, like in Game Three, was doing the same thing for two straight innings, and then once that Man, third takes... inning came along, boom! I oh, mean, it was. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was just like last year. It was two straight perfect innings for Spencer Strider. And then once that third inning came along, it immediately turned around. And right now we're kind of getting a little bit of a deja vu moment right yeah. here from Game Three last year, but this time it's with Bryce Elder instead of Spencer Strider. Just looking at the rest of these games, the four and five, game four tomorrow, game five potentially on Saturday. Aiden, the, what with game four and game five, you have Ranger and Strider going at it again as uh, JT goes down on strikes one, two, three. So with game four and game five, you have Strider and Suarez <laughs> potentially. No matter who wins that series, how do you see game four going for the Phillies and the Braves? Overall, it's a, definitely a potential chance like for Strider to be able to bounce back. But, of course... Being in Philly, it's not going to be as easy as it was in Atlanta, where, of course, they're all supporting on Spencer Strider. But we'll see an opportunity for both Ranger Suarez as well, as he was removed. He was removed from the game early, before the bullpen was able to um shut down the Braves' offense. Yeah, and just with the Phillies, Doc, it's uh. They they really need to get these bats rolling early because right now obviously they've been quiet perfect through three against Bryce Elder but Phillies have been really solid against Bryce Elder but it's it's hard to get going when you got pretty much surprised in in game two yeah. but you got to find something to get going. Look, you mentioned it earlier how Strider had those perfect two innings last year and then game three I mean inning three was just a little bit different and I think some that could turn this game completely different is if you just get one base runner on. You make him go out of the stretch. It could completely change, you know, his comfortability. And all of a sudden, <coughs> excuse me, but yeah. all of a sudden, 
he's not as comfortable. And then Schwarber comes up with two runners gone, and and he he leaves one over the plate because he's not as comfortable. So, look, you got to get something going. Obviously, we've talked about it's it's important. To, whoever's going to score first is going to have a big uh, big increase in their chances to win, especially if you're the Phillies in your home crowd. But look. Got to get some going. They have a couple guys in the bottom of the lineup. Obviously, Cassianos, I believe, will lead off the third. Yep. And then you got uh, Marsh, Marsh and, and Rojas after. So, if Elder's going to throw soft stuff, I do have a lot of faith in uh, Rojas. His yeah. ability, same thing with Marsh. Marsh still, he can hit that hard stuff a little bit, but not still. He's still adjusting to it mm-hmm. as he is still very young. But, again, next in, and then all of a sudden, you get, get a guy on, maybe two guys on for Schwarber and Trey Turner. Like, all of a sudden, that – that zero zero game turns into two nine three nothing, you know. And just looking at the Braves too, I mean, they have so many of these guys that are so they're pretty much like they're are locked up pretty much uh, for Atlanta for a decent amount of time. A lot of players staying around until twenty twenty eight, uh, twenty twenty nine, maybe even twenty thirty. Ray, so the Braves they're going to be a problem for not just this year or this series. They're going to be a problem for a very long time. Yes, sir. They will because of course them extending like Austin Riley like a 10-year deal of course and of course they they're able to have their pieces who are really young be able to stay there for more playoff runs and of course they'll be they'll of course be a fun team to watch for years the Braves because Riley Acuna Albies Strider like Olsen Olsen yeah Olsen they're they are that's an exciting that's an exciting team right there to be honest this even though they do have that World Series in 2021, they just gotta. That core needs to make it back to the World Series again, at any point with that core. Yeah, it'd be disappointing if, if even if you just lose back to back years with this core in the NLDS. I agree. If you don't make it back, because Ronald Acuna wasn't really part of that World Series team. Yeah, yeah. So no. It's like a whole new team almost. Yeah, he was. Solaire's gone. Obviously, he tore his ACL. I think that season, uh-huh. and then the Braves GM traded that for Eddie Rosario, and then. Yeah, Freddie, oh, Freddie, I think Freddie Freeman was the Ori leader Sol- of that team. Ori Sol- Ori yeah, Solaire. Freeman, Ori Soler, Jock Peterson. That was that team. The main parts of those that team is gone. Exactly, the waiver wires that they pretty much got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they plus got- Freddie, plus um, Dansby. Well, yeah, Dansby. Oh, yeah, Dansby. Dansby. He's on the, yeah, he's on the Cubs now. Did Dansby now. get the last out of that World Series too? Yeah. Yeah, Dansby to Freeman. Yeah. So that it's a whole new team almost. It feels like, you know, kind of like. But nothing's really changed. Yeah, not to compare the the sports but like the eagles now versus the eagles of 2017 oh and everyone in philly thought that last pitch was a strike it was almost on the black but home plate umpire saying otherwise it's 2-2 to michael harris with no outs and nobody on in the top of the third as we are currently on offsides if you're just tuning in watching the phillies game pretty much giving you live reactions but it's been quiet so far there might be uh, uh, of course this will happen doc you know you know my luck with hosting offsides <laughs> once uh it reaches around 605 something will happen but oh, yeah. flip over to first from harper over to nola for out number one to michael harris yeah. so. 605 uh schwarber's going deep <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, let's at least make a rule that we have to the end of the third inning is when offsides ends okay all right well, well i don't well, want to miss anything because we're gonna be like like, all right, well, here comes Shore with two guys on. Now we have to. <laughs> now we have to end it. And then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so the end of the bottom of the third is when. Yeah. Was when Let's hope Noah end makes it. A little, times it up. No matter if this if this will if this goes to like six thirty as well, we will stay on. Don't just don't tell uh don't don't tell anyone above me. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just cut out something so it's, it looks like <laughs> yeah. an hour. Yeah, exactly. We might have to cut out this segment specifically, but uh, but Nola. 
with a new batter with Ronald Acuna Jr. and then throws an outside ball. That's what he started with last time, but it was a little more yeah. closer to the plate. But still trying to keep it away from Ronald Acuna. He doesn't want him to pull anything. Yeah. It's smart though. It's a smart. No, pitch. he's aggressive. I think he had two first pitch outs in Game One against Ranger. So. Look, if he's going to make a mistake early, let him make the mistake early. If not, then you just start to count at 1-0. Through that inside cutting fastball to Ronald Acuna. Thought it was on that inside black, but it cuts in a little bit on his hands, and he fouls it away for strike one. So even count for the guy who got 40 home runs and over 70 steals back in this regular season. When we when they went to uh, Atlanta, they, uh, they were chanting MVP for Ronald Acuna as he throws a high fastball, too. Potentially the MVP, and it's now two one count. He'll definitely be MVP. Yeah, he'll definitely be one hundred percent. But will he play like an MVP? And yeah, playoffs? exactly. Is, is the question but that now. doesn't affect what his yeah. MVP odds are. So it'll all be it'll, it'll most Sorry likely be decided. Ronald Acuna. Yeah, it's regular. It's regular season award. Yeah, it's not going to be both. So next pitch to Ronald is off the end of the bat, down the line for a base hit. They're going to probably extend it to two. Acuna is racing for second. And he'll be safe with a double. There's a there's that double that first we, hit of the postseason yeah. for Acuna. Yeah, so and the zero for nine drought, I believe. So yeah, now he there's a runner that. on third, but you got to watch him if you're JT at third. But JT's got that that quick release behind the plate, so he might he might be a little bit more careful. But that was honestly a really good pitch from Nola. It's just been this Braves yeah. with Austin Riley and Acuna. They've both been able to just take really bad pitches and result them in something pretty much great, Doc, and it's. That's that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> also, the shift there. Obviously, Harper was a little bit more over that. Maybe as a routine grounder, if you're playing straight up. But obviously, you know, analytics, it's a part of the game. It but is. Uh, yeah, I don't think Acuna can really steal here due to the lefty being up and Albies because that's just a clear throw for JT. But you never know yeah. if he reads off Nola well. If uh, if Riley comes up, then he might. But first pitch to Albies is into right field for a base hit. Acuna's probably going to score, and he will. So it's one zero Atlanta. This is not good. Yeah, well, not first good run start. scored from Atlanta, and it's an RBI for Albies. And honestly, after game two, now and since Atlanta scored the first run, they have full momentum right now. Yeah, they do. I'm sure it's a little bit quieter in Philly right now. But they can't. The they can't here, be quiet. They just, can't be just quiet. limit. Just limit them in this inning. One nothing. You, you can live it. Live. <laughs> let us see another day. Yep. If your offense isn't going to put up runs today, then you know so be it. It's not Noel's fault at the end of the day. <clears throat> exactly. So. But it's currently 5.48 now as we're getting closer and closer to this end of the third inning. We're going to take a quick step off here. We know, I know it's in the middle of the third inning right now with one out, but it's our time to take a break right here on Offsides. Again, you're tuned into Offsides here on RunRadio.com, Channel 2. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. 
Can't get enough of the oldies? Join me, Greg May. And me, Matty K. Every Saturday from 8 p.m. till midnight as we explore the top songs on the Billboard Hot 100 charts of yesteryear. You'll hear everything from the Bee Gees to the King of Rock and Roll, Chairman of the Board, and more. Each week features a special theme hour that'll have you rocking and rolling all night long. It's Saturday night at the oldies. Every Saturday at 8 p.m. Only on Rowan Radio. 89.7 WGLS-FM. Welcome back, everyone, to Offsides here on RunRadio.com, Channel 2. I'm your host, WGLS Sports Director Jack Miller, and I'm joined with Aiden Ray and Aiden Doc. Here watching the Phillies game uh, here on Offsides, we're giving you live reactions of of what we think's going on in here as the Braves are currently up against the Phillies, 1-0, to zero, with two outs in the bottom of the third. They have Albies at first, who scored an RBI, scored Acuna all the way from second after Acuna Got a double as Matt Olson's now up with a runner on. Throws a high fastball. The starter, Aaron Nola, to the person who leads this team or leads the National League and the rest of the league in home runs with 50-plus. Yeah, that's what makes it scary right now because if you can make this 3 nothing, that's a very, very big change. So yeah. hopefully this this might be so far obviously the biggest uh, at-bat of the game. This probably is the biggest at-bat of the game as Olsen is up. Another fastball, but it's that little two-seam that goes away from Olsen. Doesn't bite at it for... Yeah. For strike number, or no, for ball number two. You almost don't me. hate if you do walk him because, like I mentioned, I do like the matchup Nola against Ozuna. But obviously, at the same time, Ozuna could also make it a 4 nothing game if you do walk Olsen. So it's going to be a tough, tough out here. 2-0 to Matt Olsen as it's a high fastball that just misses the letters for ball three. It wouldn't be the end of the world if you walked Matt Olsen. Yeah. Just try and get Ozuna out below uh, or next that's uh, the guy next behind him so yeah 3-0 now to matt olsen don't throw him anything crazy if you're uh if definitely don't. if you're no let I me mean, can't throw down the pipe here it, butler you gotta sit down dog you're gonna block <laughs> in the view as uh he walks matt olsen so that's a that's a good walk honestly good good job getting that i i honestly if you're if you're 2-0 on that i would have just intentionally walked him yeah and now mean, that brings up ozuna you see him make a mistake though olsen trying to be the hero yeah. But Olsen's a pretty smart player. He's not, you know, going to play hero ball. He'll just pass the baton over to Ozuna. As now they're having a mound visit from the pitcher's coach from the Phillies as Nola's given up uh, three runners on base now in this inning, five total for, to Atlanta. The Phillies just have to get the bats going because I think at this point, after this tempo swing from the Braves, it's pretty much going to be a hitter's duel between these two teams in game three. So the Phillies just got to get the bats rolling on Bryce Elder and got to find some pitches to swing at Ray. And if they do, this might be crazy on both ends of the baseball on offense. And again, as I just said, it could be a hitter's duel between the Braves and the Phillies, and it could be another classic between these two. Yeah, this is a big at bat right now. And then, of course, it will be the bottom of the third inning where, of course, in games three and four last year, we were seeing like a lot of like big things happen. In like around this inning, with of course the Hoskins homer in Game Three, the Stout real RBI, Harper home run, real Muto inside the park homer. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Game Four. But yeah, that was that yeah. was that was four. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what I was mentioning. Oh, both okay. game, games three and four. Oh, I got you. Yeah, Harper did right. it at home run like every playoff game. But <laughs> <laughs> imagine that happened. That would be nuts. Yeah. That would be. He almost did. I feel at least every home game it felt like it. Yeah, it did. 
As Ozuna swings on an inside fastball but turns it foul. So Ozuna from the Braves. Yeah. If you get ahead of Ozuna, that's when he gets in real trouble. So he was trying to go after that first pitch so he doesn't go behind and look 0 and 1. Obviously that you're not down 0-2 yet, but you know if he goes down 0-2, it's a, the likely of him getting a hit is probably about like a thousand to one. Again, yeah. huge. How much he chases. Huge at bat for both sides of the ball. Yeah, this is as there's. Two runners on for Atlanta with two outs in this bottom of the third, one to zero in Citizens Bank Park. Atlanta up against Philly. Great curveball that was called thank for strike, too. That was a, a little low. A little up. low. It was a little low, but it was called. And I don't know. I mean, they've been testing it out in minor leagues. Doc, do you think they go to Robo Lumps at any point in yeah major league? Because they're pretty efficient with it down there as well. Just a quick like yeah. go ahead, review it, and then like five seconds later, it comes back out. It's almost like the tennis replays if you guys uh, have ever watched that. Oh, two curveball that's outside of the zone, away from Ozuna, so it turns the count one and two. As Philly has getting gotten back alive in this yeah. one after that one run was given up. They're, you're only down one in the third inning. You got a lot of baseball to play, so definitely not out of it. I mean, the Braves weren't out of it when they were down four to zero in Game Two with their backs against the wall with a 1-0 lead. So Nola tries to uh, potentially back uh, back pick Ozzy Albies, but he doesn't make the throw over. So it's still one two count, two outs, bottom of the third for Atlanta. This is one of the hugest pitches in. Honestly, Aaron Nola's career right yeah. now. And I wonder what he, he goes with. Is he go with the hard stuff or the soft stuff? He might go hard and inside. Here's the pitch. It's curveball again, but outside for ball two. I, I was really surprised that he went to that. I really thought he was going to throw that fastball inside to try and see if he can get behind. Yeah. Uh, on, just get on the hands of Ozuna. It's almost looking like the same as bad as the first time where he went, you know, he's gone soft now three pitches in a row. Is Ozuna now going to expect the hard stuff here? Maybe Nola goes with the soft stuff for a fourth straight time. Ozuna is 0 for 1 already today. Second pitch is a curveball oh, swung hey. on for strike three. So, Phillies Ozuna get out of a sticky one. 1 to 0 as three. it's now the middle of the third. Huge pitch. Yeah. Right I don't there. know if you saw that, but it looked like Ozuna thought it was a fastball. Yeah. He swung a little bit. Uh, a little he, early. He, yeah, and he was like, he was like, he once he saw it was breaking, he almost like double clutches <laughs> back. Yeah. It looked like. Uh, but there, look, that's why I mentioned uh, the same at bat they had first time up where Ozuna had actually same situation. Two guys. Uh, first and second. I didn't even realize that. First and second uh, with two outs. Nola went soft, soft, soft. And then he went with the hard stuff inside to get the strikeout. That time he went hard first. And, and then he went soft, 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 soft. And then yeah. you're like, okay, now he's going to go back with the hard stuff here. Just nope, like the first at that. He went soft again. And it ain't broke. Big swing and miss. Don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So now. As they go to commercial break, I mean, we can talk about this because this has been a huge factor in both for the Phillies in Game 2 and the Braves in Game 1. Honestly, one of the main reasons those two teams couldn't win in those games was because they weren't able to score with runners in scoring position. You have to be able to do that if you're any postseason team, right? And a big a big team that has done that this postseason has been the two AOS teams, the Rangers and the Astros. And look where they are. Astros, they're up 2-1 against the Twins. Rangers already punched their ticket into the ALCS. Both of those teams obviously stepping up in like these big situations in the postseason, trying to be built for that. But obviously, if you can't score in run, with runners in scoring position, that's just not. That's just this is just not for you. Um, to be honest, because of course you see we see this with all we see this with every single team. Runners in scoring position, you'll have like second and third, one out, two outs, and nothing, nothing scored. But we'll. But the Texas Rangers. And Houston Astros have been able to do this in big situations. 
Yeah, and just looking at the the Rangers as they're and especially their way. and especially with the Rangers being able, being able to take both games in Baltimore before yeah, game taking, three. Yeah, they did take both games in Baltimore. Three to two is, and eleven to eight. Yeah, exactly. That was a crazy game. It, it was even more funnier that uh, it was uh, named not to take a shot at them, but I mean the Rangers scored more runs than the Cowboys did. <laughs> hey, I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> but I mean, hey, we're from Philly. We're allowed to do yeah. that. Yeah, so. D- Dallas Slander is always accepted. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. But I mean, Giants. what? Oh, I was just, I was just saying, um, <laughs> because we both don't like, we all of us don't like Dallas. Oh, oh right, I was, right, right. I was saying, go yeah. Giants. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Rangers, uh, they already punched their ticket dock, and they were just pounding runs on the Orioles. Not just the whole Orioles, um, I guess, pitching group. Uh-huh. It was just mainly the starting pitchers, but they were still able to do some damage against the bullpen as well. Now you have Felix Bautista out for the rest of next season, returning in 2025 if you're the Orioles. Yeah. They might take a little bit of a step back next season. Yeah, I'm afraid that might be the thing. I mean, look, uh, I talked on 10th inning a lot about their starting pitching and how I didn't trust it and you know how that maybe wasn't a hot take uh, at the time, and it, and it clearly wasn't as the Rangers – Look, they looked like the early season Rangers, uh, where they were able to put up runs with ease, and yeah. and that's why I kind of wrote them off because they they haven't looked like that since early July. Yeah, but they've looked like that in the postseason again. And all that matters right now is what you did. Castellanos lifts one into left, way back it goes. If it's fair, it's gone, and it's gone. This game is tied in the third. I missed it because I was talking about the Texas Rangers. <laughs> As there's a drive in the deep left field. <laughs> Castellanos ties this game into left field. Man, now the tides are turning. The tides are turning at the bank. This is huge for Philly right now. Ooh, that was something this is what I much said. needed. You, The first batter, first batter in the third inning. Just like last year, they get that home run to turn the tides. But Philly has tied it in the third. So hopefully that they can continue this run in the third. And potentially have a lead against uh, with Nola coming back onto the mound into the fourth, but now it's one one to Brandon Marsh who fouls one away, chops it foul on the I'll right. I'll tell you, I side. like the matchup of I, I said it earlier, Cassianos because that soft stuff that Elder throws it wasn't even soft stuff. That was a that was a really beautiful was, fastball was, was in fastball. on the hands that just Cassianos golfed in the left field as they just showed the replay. Also, right like mentioned, I heard like I think Doc you mentioned like that Cassianos needing to step up or so. Something like that, like earlier, and he just hits a, a home homer to tie the game. What I say, Castellanos needs to step up here. Yes, oh, wait, 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 was it? Wait, Jack said it. Yeah, I yeah. said. Oh, it yeah. earlier today. Yeah, now and now he's and able to step do. up in the third inning and at the bank. Castellanos has three hits against Elder. All of them yeah, have been home he runs. Went, he's he, three for he six. He had a two home run game against him. I think that was the September game. Yeah, but they dub made it what. Personal. <laughs> personal. Harper's next personal. now. Harper's got it. Harper's next. next. Yeah, Harper will Hopefully hit one Marsh next. Marsh can get uh, stuff going, though, and get guys on base. Yeah, we got getting Marsh and Rojas on base. Now he's scared to throw some yeah. strikes right now. Bryce Elder's thrown two straight balls in the dirt. 2-2 two, two count now for I, Brandon Marsh, the eight-hole hitter. I want to see Elder come through the stretch because that might change the game completely if you just True. make yeah. him pitch through the stretch. He might leave one over the plate for a guy like Schwarber who's in the hole right now or even a guy like Rojas who can handle like a curveball down the middle and Hit a hard line drive. And there's Marsh in the right field for a base hit. It was a roll into the lap of Acuna. And now mm-hmm. Marsh gets on base. Now he's in the stretch, yeah. Doc. Ask and you shall receive. Do you Are you getting some deja vu? Because oh. 
Marsh was the one who started the rally last year, game three against the Braves. Obviously, <clears throat> Castellanos started this time, but Marsh is the one on base this time. And Stott drove him in, I believe. And now, hey, man, is, Ro- is Rojas a new Stott? Is Rojas a new Stott? <laughs> Rojas, Rojas a- comes through. <laughs> <laughs> we always imitate Joe Davis yeah. here, uh, here at the radio station. It's always fun. We always... Sometimes there'll be a swing of his life mention. Uh, oh, Rojas shows bunt uh, down third base line. We love now. saying the swing of his life. Yeah. Sometimes I love <laughs> saying the turn this game <laughs> upside, <laughs> turn this game upside down. Yeah. Is this the dagger? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, any of those calls? Yeah. Ryan Anderson's on the call. Pretty good announcer. He's, uh, he's the Brewers announcer, I know. Yeah, and I he knows like I NBA know on does TNT, a lot of NBA games, and he's pretty good at that. Don't don't know too much of his. MLB stuff, but obviously I remember because he, he called the Roy Holiday, Holiday no yep. hitter in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just know they he, already have some players Milwaukee. stretching uh, in the Braves bullpen already, as it's tied at one with two base runners immediately from Bryce Elder. Now, do you think about stealing? I, I haven't seen if Elder's quick mm-hmm. to the plate, but Travis Darno is not the best catcher at throwing runners out. Yeah, he, That's what they took advantage of. In, yep. It was game one, right? Correct? It was game one. Game no, one. no, no. It was game, game two. two. Game, game two, two. Excuse me. Yeah, because Sean Murphy was yeah. the catcher for game one. So but we'll see. Well, let's 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 dive into this pitch right now. So Bryce Elder gets set, quick, th- not that quick, but Rojas does get under that one as it's a fly out to Matt Olson. Good pitch. Almost into foul territory, he gets into foul territory and makes the catch for out number one. But he Rojas, just it. yeah, I mean, it was a good he, pitch. If you pitch that same pitch to Schwarber, that that ball is going. It's going to be a souvenir. Hopefully, That's... I mean Schwarber's up right now. So let's see what happens because remember. You're tuning in right now live on RoanRadio.com channel two. We're going till this third inning is over because last year this third inning was crazy, and we already have had some crazy moment already with Castellanos hitting a solo shot into the left field seats. Now Schwarber potentially trying to do that same thing, but into right field with a runner on first, one out in this bottom of the third. Schwarber grounder over to second base or over to yeah over to Ozzy Albies. I couldn't see the ball for a quick second, but they only get one out there. Turn now. Turner. Now you have Brandon Marsh over at second, and Trey Turner comes up with a two-out base or two-out runner in scoring position. So okay. hits a run here because it's Brandon Marsh. He's got that speed, and he's in the outfield today and left. Yeah, look, Trey Turner has had had a pretty good series against the Marlins this brave so far. I think he's had a pretty he's just had a pretty solid playoffs overall. But he can have a real Philly moment right here if he can. Hey man, maybe he finds the stands as well here. But even just a single could change this game completely. So Turner. First pitch from Elder to Turner is outside on that. That was a great pitch. Man, outside lower part of the plate for strike one. As he's been trying to find that spot all day, and he has been, honestly. There's just been some miscues here and there as one was – he was trying to get on that lower inside part that Castellanos just carried into left field. But now Marsh taking a decent lead off of second. Pitch to Turner is two inside for ball one, so counts even now. One ball, one strike. But, Ray, this is uh, definitely a huge spot here for Philly. Definitely want to try and get Marsh around. This is what we're talking about with runners in scoring position. Yeah, and at home, of course, and Trey Turner, who did, who has been playing well this, like, second half of the season. He has a big situation to come up with against Bryce Alder here at home. He takes a pitch low for ball number two. Turner already struck out today, so now he's being a little bit more disciplined at the plate against Alder. Knows what he's throwing, but now he's in a 2-1 count. You don't want to be too – I know it's Trey Turner. You don't want to pitch to him, but you also got to know who's on deck, and that's Bryce Harper. So, you got you, you, to get on the you, you, uh, you can't try to paint corners against, against Trey Turner and uh, hope to get away with it and, and get away with the walk. That pitch is – oh, man. That he called was, that a ball earlier for it, Nola. Yeah, he did. And now he called it a strike to Turner, who's, not, who's shaking his head <gasps> after that 
strike call. And uh, from our view, uh, from the TBS view, I guess, um, they said it wasn't a strike, but the umpire ruled it a strike. So now it's a 2-2 count from between Bryce Elder and Trey Turner. Turner 0 for 1 already as Elder steps off. Scared. He's scared a little scared. bit. He's scared a little bit. But 2-2 <laughs> count, scores 1-1. One one. This is definitely a huge game between these two as – the Phillies have thrived on Elder in the regular season, trying to continue that momentum into Game 3. 1-1 pitch is fouled away. 2-2 pitch, excuse me, is fouled away. Inside on the hands of Turner, but staying alive as it's two balls and two strikes. Yeah, pretty good pitch. I thought I thought it was actually over the plate, but it kept coming back more, yeah. and it was actually on the inner half of the plate. So. All sinkers, or actually... One, one slider. One slider. The very first pitch was slider, and the rest <laughs> have been sinkers from so now you think he's got to go slider here, right? Got to go back to it. Maybe. You might. Let's let's see what Bryce Elder does. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch clock down to four as he goes away with that sinker for ball three. So, Turner, full count now for him. Definitely have to try and potentially draw a walk as Harper's up. I would not be surprised if there's a mound visit after Turner potentially gets on base, but a lot of noise for Trey Turner here in a huge spot. Full count in this bottom of the third inning. Two outs with a runner at second. That runner is Marsh. So pretty much hits a run here if you're the Phillies. 3-2. Elder gets set. Phillies crowd waving their towels. The 3-2 pitch is a hit into left field. That's in the gap that Orlando Arcia does make a backhanded play on, but saves a run right there. But... Harper now comes up to the plate with yeah. two runners on. Marsh at third, Turner at first. A huge hit. Any extra base hit is huge, and you could be able to score Turner from first if Turner or if Harper puts one into the gap. Now, this is a massive opportunity that the Phillies have, especially third inning, Citizens Bank Park, NLDS, Atlanta Braves. It's funny because I a little bit would, if I'm the Braves, I would almost – Intentionally walk Harper to face Boehm righty righty, but that's also what he did last year for Hoskins at his moment. Yeah. So do you really yeah. want to? That's wanna... what they did for Schwarber. Yeah, the Schwarber was up, and then, uh, and then it was Reese that was batting second last year for that Phillies lineup. But this is another potential Harper moment, as Harper had a lot of moments in last they year's postseason. They made a personal Harper. Yeah, remember is it now? Castellanos did it earlier in this third yeah. inning. It's now potentially Harper's time here in this third inning Long to field. make it personal against the Braves, potentially extend the lead 4-3 to three as he fouls one away. That sinker, once again, that Elder's been constantly throwing, he fouls it away. It would have been a strike either way, but so far in this postseason, or a career versus the Braves, batting 478. That's insane. <laughs> Let's get that above 500 here. For real. <laughs> Bryce Elder really up to mid-40s when it comes to his pitch count. Bryce Harper struck out earlier in this game so far, 0 for 1. Harper takes that sinker outside. It was a little bit more off the plate, so takes yeah. that one for ball one. This is a he's trying to get that sinker. He's trying to make Harper. Harper's a smart hitter where he would take that the other way. Mm-hmm. I just want him to throw that slider and just leave it on the inner half of the plate. And oh man, it's gonna Ooh, be a loud noise rally in Philly. One one is in the dirt for ball two. So. Has a little bit of a hitter's advantage right here. Yeah, I think they might be careful with them here. I think they're they're willing to let Boehm hit with the bases loaded. Um, Especially because Boehm, obviously, we mentioned a couple times, has not looked the best at the plate mm-hmm. uh, in the playoffs so far. But I, hopefully they make, he makes a mistake here. 
So now they just made a call into the bullpen potentially. But runners on the corners for Harper. Hangs one over the plate. Deep to right field. Is it gone? Yes, it is. <laughs> no way. Harper comes close. Oh, my goodness. Personal. 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 Harper. Oh, my goodness. Second day. Price. They made it personal. Harper with a three-run shot. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. That was insane. It's Bedlam. <laughs> Bedlam. <laughs> it is Bedlam. Oh, my goodness. That was that is That is insane. Wow. I'm oh, my God. Just check Four, the time. It's 609. 609. We, I, we literally called it. We knew it was this whole time. This week was life. Oh wow. And that, as that sign says, oh my gosh, that was absolutely insane. That Harper was second coming deck up too, right? huge. I think it was. It, it was 408 feet down the right field line. That had to be second deck. Brett, Brett Miller is currently at this game. He's going ballistic. Uh, like, it has to, he has to be going ballistic right now. Bone pokes it the other way into left. That goes for a base hit. It's like deja vu from last JT, year. JT hit, remember JT hit the, had a hit after the Hoskins home run? Yeah. And, and then, then, and then they brought one. in a new pitcher. Mm -hmm. And then... Harper homered. Oh my God. So Go to the mound now. All right, all right, all right. Let's calm down for a second. This is what has to happen for the Phillies, all right? Harper, and or not just Harper, the Phillies as a whole, they can, they have to, they have to keep this ball rolling because last game, it was 4-0. to zero. They weren't able to score after that third inning. It's the third inning again. You're up 4-1. to one. You have to keep pounding on runs because you never know when Atlanta can come back. Yeah. Maybe because that because it's going to bite you as it did last game. So, I mean, how do you keep the ball rolling? I mean, you just got to hit for contact now. You got your big hit from Harper. Doing it again this year. Now you have to do the same. You got to keep just keep the runs going as you did in game three last year. Yeah, the ball this, doesn't stop rolling. Make this a blowout. Make it make, make it, it personal. It, you gotta stay focused because <laughs> they don't made it first. I like yeah. how we've been saying it the whole time. <laughs> and then both Castellanos and then Harper both hit home runs. We were both wearing the Colorado. Obviously, we. I don't know if you guys, people listening, know, but. Dion had the famous, they done yep. made it personal after the Colorado State uh, head coach had some comments about him. And then today, Harper and, and uh, Cassiano showed up in some Colorado gear. So, yeah, you know, you kind of had a feeling that that's kind of what they were aiming at after Arcia had some comments about Harper saying, boy Harper, you know, after he made a quote-unquote mistake on the base paths. I want to hear what that call was from Brian Anderson. Yeah, I know. He, he definitely was. He, he's a very good announcer. Yeah, he is. He's very good. I'm not. He has a lot of great big moments. So four to one Phillies now. Definitely. All right. This is great because I'm very glad that we did not. Um, we just didn't stop offsides at six o'clock because if we did, I would have been very mad. So, but I. This is just a huge moment for the Phillies now because now you're up four one in game three. Momentum's now on their side, and Nola has now some cushion, Ray. So this is definitely some good stuff from the Phillies just when it comes to the pitching side because. Now that makes Nola a little bit more comfortable, not down 1-0, up 4-1 to one now. I agree, because his offense is able to produce. Harper, three-run homer in the third inning, it, that is clutch. Yeah. That's clutch, but they got to keep it going. They you have. cannot stop from here. You got to keep it going. Bryson Stott takes He's uncomfortable. ball three. Yeah, Elder's He's definitely missing a spot. Like that sinker's kind of been sitting on the black the whole time, but right now it's been, it's about Stott's patient. about six inches off now. He's definitely a little uncomfortable. It's a three-one count for Stott, as the Philly fans are going absolutely absurd right now, trying to get the rally continuing. This two-out rally, swinging the towels. Yeah, they are swinging One the Stott. towels for sure. Stott takes outside for ball four. So now there's two runners on base again, and this time you might need a pitching change. 
for JT Real Muto. Bryce Elder looking a little shaky up there as now a pitching change will come for Bryce Elder. Or it might be just I th- yeah, I think it yeah, is a pitching no, change. Bryce Elder will be done. Man, I wanna I might have to find this call somewhere and play it for you guys, but that was just an absolutely insane home run. Huge momentum swinger, and now they take out the starter. Yeah, I'm, Bryce sure Elder. Could, I'm sure you could go on the computer. And let's figure see. It out. Let's see I'll, if I can find it. <laughs> while you do that, let's just talk. Let's let's talk about the Elder performance because honestly, he scared me for a little bit. Uh, he did, and we but were talking about that for a little Strider bit. That's what Strider did. Uh, that, third we, inning dude, came. We low key called everything. We we honestly are the Tony Romo right now of all sides because because <laughs> we both said. Well, you said Cassianos needs to step up. Cassianos homered, and I said like both Har- Harper was going to homer yep. because the the they don't made a personal joke that he should have been the Dion and. And then, yeah, you said – or excuse me, that he showed up in the Deion Sanders uh, Coach Prime shirt. But <laughs> then we both uh, said, yeah, Elder looked comfortable for two innings, but so did Strider last year. Um, and it didn't – and then it, it all broke loose through three innings. It couldn't even get to three innings. So that's exactly what happened. We called it. <laughs> Jordan texted in our group chat. <laughs> I, I can't, there, there's some uh, explicitives, but he said, uh, in the cleanest version I can say, I knew Harper would take Elder 600 feet. And he did. He actually said that when uh, a few a few weeks ago or a few uh, few yep. days ago when the, the, the Braves uh, series started. Josh Ayers just came in, uh, but I think he just realized that his pop flavor show is not yeah. happening due to soccer. But I think he's still going to stay around for the Phillies yeah. game a little bit. I remember remember when I said when Harper home runs, they need to have the camera on him just to see if he stares on Arcia. Oh, yeah. Matt Gelb said Bryce Harper stand down, stared down Orlando Arcia as he rounded second base. Four, wow. 4-1 Phillies. He made it. Because yeah, Orlando Arcia had some, uh, some, uh, some stuff to say about Harper once he rounded second and made that quote-unquote base running error. That uh, that he had to end game too. But also, what were you gonna say? Right? Also, Mitch, I was saying like even though it's he said Spencer Shriver, Jordan was like after Harper takes him seven hundred fifty four feet out at the ba- out of the bank. Yeah, he did say that before the game. So, <laughs> but it was Strider. Not, but still, Harper was able to get it done. <laughs> so actually, Arcia got booed when he came up to the plate, like he, as he stepped up to the plate and were really fired up when they struck him out. I didn't even realize this, but they didn't they really did not like Arcia after he struck out to end the inning. So, but I'm definitely going to be waiting uh <laughs> there's a Philly fan that actually came to <laughs> the stadium with Attaboy Arcia with seven <laughs> at bats batting 143, no homers, no RBIs. <laughs> this is look, this is what he said. That, that's what well, the sign says. That's so funny. he did really have mar- a very big he actually had a very big play though on that Trey Turner hit where he saved a run. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, it did not matter, and we will all forget that he made that. Play. MLB posted it. We're gonna. This is a very. I know. I know, guys. For the people that are listening live, this is gonna be very scuffed. It's not professional or whatever. But this is just my phone playing into the mic. This is what Brian Anderson said for the Bryce Harper home run. It's a pretty good call. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, let the, wanna, he let the crowd speak for himself. <laughs> for sure. And as he does, he doesn't talk. Let's see if he stares him down. Oh, and he does. He looked at him. <laughs> he looked at He glared at him. He glared at him. And it's now oh, JT. JT is up. As Who's the new pitcher that's in? It's uh, through the sinker. Oh, it's Tonkin. Tonkin, wow. his Golder, name is. Yeah. It's a little early for him, I feel like. And it is, he's one of their like setup guys yeah. for the closer. But he's now in trying to just get out of the inning at this point. But there's two outs. In this bottom of the third, two runners on for JT. Same thing as Bryce Harper throws that one away for 
ball two. So now it's a 2-0 count, another hitter's count. These Braves pitchers are a little scared as they don't really like Citizens Bank Park here. Man, oh, man, this has been a huge third inning. Definitely uh, my call had a little bit of a fan enjoyment yeah. in it, but it's a— uh, Did you see the way Harper stared at it when he hit it immediately? Oh, Just, yeah. He stood in the box. JT almost tried to rip one on the inside part of the plate as it was almost in on his hands, but he was just a little late on it. But man, this has been a one of the historic offsides that we've uh, that I've ever been a part of. Maybe the station has ever had as we reacted to a Bryce Harper home run. Definitely a lot of overmodulation um, for uh, the uh, the viewers or the yeah. listeners. I should say. I keep saying viewers. So both. Uh, Offsides and 10. JT lifts one into left field. Goes back and is uh, Rosario's. It drops. So Let's now go. one run will score. Two That's now score. five to one. Will two runners score? JT's at second. Both runners score. So six it's now one. six to one. Blow the doors open. Deja vu. <laughs> My goodness. It was what? Six nothing in game three last year against them as well? well <laughs> All right. I, I started laughing. I looked away. What happened? They started chopping. <laughs> they started chopping in Philly. But That's now funny. it's save six it to one. Four. Save it for game four. Yeah, you gotta save it for game four. I'm not gonna lie though. Last year in game three, when they when they blew him out, yeah, everyone was doing it at the end of the game. It was uh, that was weird. I didn't think that ball was going that deep. I thought maybe it was gonna, was I. I thought it was gonna maybe fall in front. I, of I, I, based, I based it off of everyone lifting their arms up, but yeah. it went over the head of Rosario as everyone does the. Uh, I, I'm gonna just say the hand gesture. I can't. You say can it. say big marbles. Now back that's to Castellanos, big, okay, ba- big marbles. <laughs> I think he says. Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh man, this has been a crazy game. Castellanos is up again. They batted around this whole inning, which Let's is see. kind of nuts. So now it's six to one in this bottom of the third. Still with the runners in scoring position as the, he takes a fastball outside. One one count now to Castellanos. So Elder has a. So Elder's what official line is now two and two and two thirds and six earned runs. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, nice. they count the earned runs. Uh, it's not ideal. That is not ideal. Tonkin giving up the extra base hit to. JT Real Muto, Castellanos swings through that high cheese that was pretty much over the heart of the plate. You just could not get around to. Mm-hmm. You got to poke that one the other way a little bit as it was towards yeah. the outside, but not fully on the outside part of the plate. But Elder does not look okay. He just is in, a, in just a death stare right now. I do feel for you know rookie pitchers having it. That's why I hate how I almost would have pitched him game two and have Freed pitch in Philly just because he's the veteran and has yeah. more experience. But Look, they're just not going to do that because you want your best pitchers to pitch game two and possibly game five. That's what Strider had. He struggled in Philly last year. As he might potentially have to – he will uh, face the Phillies at I would assume tomorrow, four, right? Until tomorrow, and Suarez will probably pitch tomorrow as well for the Phillies. But a huge inning for the Phillies. Guys, before we take things off of offsides on this hour and 20-minute episode, um, what are, what are our thoughts? I mean, six to one in the third, huge inning, a huge inning, just like last year in Game Three, huge inning, getting six runs, up six to one. You just got to again, you got to keep the ball rolling because if you don't, what might what happened two days ago might mm-hmm. happen in Game Three potentially. Yeah, I mean, Nola now has a lead to work with, but again, don't don't let up. There's no clock in ba- keep well, that foot on the gas. I was gonna say there's no clock in baseball, but there is. But still, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no clock to the end of the game in baseball. Yes. So. They could have what – who says what the Braves could – they have historic offense. It hasn't looked historic at all through these first, what, 20, 21 innings. It hasn't really looked historic, even though they did have a good late run uh, in game two. But that doesn't mean they can't flip a switch. Uh, is it going to be harder for them to do against someone like Aaron Nola? Yes, but – like Drake. Jen, why can't they do what they did? <laughs> like Drake? I just flipped the switch. <laughs> flip, flip. <laughs> <laughs> flip, flip. But nah, look, man. 
keep it on the gas. And the, my one takeaway is, look, the Phillies have a lot of big game players, and that's why this team made it to the World Series last year. That's why they might make it to the World Series once again. They have big game players from Schwarber, who hasn't even gotten going yet. Stott's been a big game player. Harper's obviously a major big game player. Trey Turner's had big game moments uh, in the past, and even in that Marlins series, he had a couple big hits. And everyone down the lineup, Castellanos last year had big moments as well, even when he was struggling. And now he's having big moments now that he's not struggling. So, look, they're a scary team you don't want to see. And, again, but like you said, don't don't let up with the gas because you don't, you don't want this to, to bite you again. Bite you, yeah. Last uh, before we get off the air, Ray, what are your thoughts? Overall, great inning by the Phillies. Um, Noel has got a lot of comfortable positions now, and what I was like thinking is like, oh, the um Phillies in the third inning against the Braves in the postseason um is like the greatest team of all time, low key. Like the third inning, because they've dominated in, in that inning, games three and four last year, and now this six run inning, like that they've been nuts. In the third inning of third inning, in, in, third inning the, is their best friend at at the bank. Yep, at the bank. The third inning is their best friend. And honestly, in all and they were games, able and offense was able to produce in this inning mm-hmm. for Nola. So, but they got to keep it going. Well, uh, we do encourage you guys to watch the uh, the Phillies game if you are just listening to us. We do encourage you to listen to uh, Scott Fransky as it will actually now turn over to Tom McCarthy for the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning. But we do encourage you guys to watch the Phillies game as we just were for the past hour and 20 minutes. You've been tuned in to Offsides here on RunRadio.com Channel 2 for Jack Miller, Aiden Ray, and Aiden Doherty. Again, I'm Jack Miller. Thank you guys for tuning in on Offsides, and we'll see you guys next or this coming Friday for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and have a great rest of your Wednesday night. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports. Featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.